if you are someone who's committed to being and living your highest self and to really birthing your potential, then you're going to be called out on your shit because that's what you're asking for. So a lot of times we think like, oh, I want to manifest this and I want to do that. But then when the hard work comes, you're like, oh, why me? You know, like, I don't, this was supposed to feel good. Right, right. (laughs) I didn't see this part. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Wait Holds Up, a podcast where we talk to experts, homegirls, and others to help us live our most authentic lives. We're super grateful that you're tuning in to another episode of Wait Holds Up this week. And we have a treat for y'all. We are actually going to be going back in time a little bit. We're going to replay one of our older episodes that we recently rediscovered. And when we listened to it, we were like, yo. This conversation is so good and so powerful, and it was really a message that we felt like we needed to hear, and we hope that y'all feel the same. So we hope that you enjoy this older episode of Wait Hold Up. So today I am super stoked because we're going to be talking a lot about Uh, You know, we love to talk about womanhood and we love to talk about feminism and we love to talk about tapping into our intuitive sense. Uh, But today we have a very special guest and we're going to dive into the conversation of uh, how we are feeling all these energies collectively right now. And as women, how can we tap into that higher vibration that's already in us to really make shit happen for ourselves. Uh, our guest today is Anabel Vizcarra. She's a womb shaman and body wisdom educator. Uh, she helps women tap into their unique magnetic power and reveal their radiance through embodiment of womb consciousness. Every woman can activate the wisdom in their body and unlock their co-creative powers to turn every challenge into gold, which is something that I absolutely loved. In her yes. bio, Anabel, welcome. Hi, <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh my god. Happy gosh. to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. I feel like the first question that I know I have is what exactly is a womb shaman? Right out the gate. I know, like, I love that bio, but explain yeah, yeah, it Yeah, explain. Me. Yeah, so womb shamanism is something that's been around for ages. Um, actually, one of the first uh, graves of a shaman, it was found uh, 12,000 years ago, and it was a woman. So she was buried with all of her tools. So what it is, is just it's a study of this lineage that was a mother based society where the women were the healers and the women were the oracles. So it was kind of we would um, we through the access of our bodies, we would bring the wisdom to the villages, the healing, all of that stuff. So that's what a womb shaman is, is just tapping into your body, really, Mm -hmm. to your to your to the portal of our wombs. So how did you become a womb shaman? So I did a, a six-year apprenticeship with womb shamans that are actually in North Carolina. Sarian and Ozra Bertrand were my teachers. And uh, what we do there is awesome stuff. We do a lot of shadow work, diving into the underworld, a lot of archetypal work. Uh, but really is just diving into all of our um, challenges, all of our traumas, all of that, and learning how to work with that and use that energy to allow 
whatever we want to create in the world. So how to harness the power of our bodies Mm -hmm. into creating what we really love or what we really want to see in the world. Wow. That's, that's so it's like abuelita knowledge really yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly to the extreme <laughs> although I feel like my abuela was never so open in terms of talking about the feminine energy and yeah. our power she had yes. nine kids and she was but she never I don't think that in that she would have thought of like this is the giver of life this is what's empowering mm. me to make decisions in that sort of enlightened way well and that's kind of the thing that we've been disconnected from that knowing because through the through separating us from that wisdom was how the patriarchy kind of came about and said, you know what, if we separate them and they don't know who they are or their power, then we can kind of take control. And that's why they're so afraid of women in any sort of power uh, place or uh, situation. This is why we can't be priests. This is why all of those things were put in place. But actually, we are priestesses by our birthright. Mm -hmm. It's just coming back to that remembrance and tapping into that. And even like you're saying about your, uh, our abuelas didn't know that. Right. But they did, they had a cure for everything. Yeah, I remember, you know, it was like always like, Oh, a tea for this, a tea for that. Rub a penny on your eye. Yeah. Like, you know, just different. that's actually true. That's or even during yeah. the eclipses, right. For pregnant women. So the knowledge is still there. It's just, we've got to get out of our minds and connect into that. So for women of the modern era, right, we actually, our, our last episode was about dealing with questions about when are you going to have kids and when are you going to get married and those the questions, yeah. <laughs> those questions. But I think that, and, and part of what we were talking about is the fact that we're doing things on our own time. And what I'm sensing from like being a womb shaman and really to have helping women to harness that power there's also stuff that we don't even understand about how we can tap into our full potential that we think that we're tapping into our potential by owning our lives on our own terms but we're still maybe missing something yeah what are we missing absolutely you know what and that's an amazing subject I love to talk about this because the thing is that we are creative beings simply because we are creative beings. So birthing is only one of the things. Birthing babies is only one of the skills that we have as women. But we can actually birth any creative project into being. And by being connected with our reproductive system in this way, you can actually take the intentions of projects and work and whatever it is that you want to create in the world, seated, gestated in your womb space and manifest it into the world, birth it into the world. So a lot of women, what I'm seeing now is that, um, you know, first of all, the whole when are you going to have babies? That's such a cultural, uh, patriarchal mm-hmm. sort of way of like keeping us at home and keeping us, you know, in, in, in our box, right? right? And although I am a mother and I do love that, and of course, being a mother is a blessing as well, there is, there is, um, a, a, there is a, a shift in the paradigm that is happening right now where not I saw myself as having five children because I love kids, you know, but what I've come to realize is that, that it wasn't actually birthing children, it was becoming a mother to the planet. And that was my longing to really mother a project into the world. So that's what I'm here to birth. So not all births are going to be human babies, which 
is really good. Yeah. You know, that's but so liberating. That's, right. Yeah. And, and, and like, it's just uh-huh. understanding that like <laughs> that's your power. You have the power to do that. You have the power of your reproductive system when we are in tune with the cycles of it. And and also because you could also uh, birth a lot of negative things when you have a lot oh, of negative yeah. negative energies being there or be blocked. And so you can't have this creative muse mm-hmm. really embody your your body. And when we and when you're saying to uh, nourish this part of ourselves, our reproductive system, our womb, like, yes, are there steps like is there a to do list that I could, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like for real? Yeah, so modern woman. Of I know, right? Like, to can, do we, can you tell me a book? I know. <laughs> what do I do? As soon as she said that, I'm like, because yeah, I, she's I, always I'm, writing. I'm in that phase. I know I've got my like notepad out here, <laughs> but I'm in that phase. And actually, before we had we started this interview, Yarela and I did a brainstorming session for the podcast and ways we want to grow it. So there's, you know, there's birthing happening as Absolutely. we speak. Yeah. or incubation I don't know what stage we're in yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well you know and there's always like that and that's a big part of like what's happening right now is we're bringing back these woman terms as well which is conception gestating birthing um, you know nourishing all all of these things and all of our projects need that as well they need to be breastfed as well you mm. know like that's mm. what comes after birthing it so when two women come together you know and and do that like not only are your actual like your mind's engaged but also the greater mind of your wombs so your wombs and if you spend enough time around other women i don't know if you know this or not you but are, your are your menstruation cycle. yeah it sinks it sinks into it and that's because in ancient times uh, we were in tribes and all the women would menstruate at the same time and they'd go into these tents and all of these things you know to dream up and and because our dreams are also very active and very foretelling Mm -hmm. when we honor it so how do you do that Mm -hmm. first of all like one of the things is because we're in such a fast society Mm -hmm. is slowing down and that's not popular nobody likes to hear that everybody wants to be like no but tell me what can I take or you know do but really slowing down because that's what brings you to hear yourself, to learn to listen to yourself and your body, um, because we don't give that time. We're all, we're, we have a very productive way of life where we need to be more of an efficient Yeah, where we want more life. hours in the day. Like it's like it's not enough. So we are trying to squeeze as much as we can and we don't slow down. So yeah. slowing down is important. Slowing down. And by slowing down, I don't mean like, okay, just sit there and do nothing. Although that is needed sometimes, but it's more like take time for yourself, like go out for a walk in nature, take a yoga class where you actually are not just focused on the teacher, what they're telling you, but you're focused on your breath. You know, you're, you're living because our, our bodies are our homes yet we don't live in them most of the time. Mm. I mean, really, most of the time when we think about our menstruation is really because we're cramping right. or it's an inconvenience. That's when we're like, oh, man, you know, but but when you're really in in tune with it, like cycling uh, with it, you know, when when it's the best time in the month for me to put out this project, when is the best time for us to sit together and womb storm about what we want to create? Mm. So it is really powerful to come into those cycles right and to slow down also when we're going when our cycle is when we're coming, menstruating yes. yes that's the 
So, so you want the days that you are bleeding should be your slowest days, mm. you know, and a lot, like I hear a lot of people who work out and do all these extreme things and, you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know one, I know one sitting uh, right, right in front of me, but it is important like those days to just take it slow, mm. you know, just nourish yourself, give yourself what you need. And that's why a lot of times PMS, that's just a side effect of you not paying attention. Right. So the body will start to, you know, knock and be like, hey, you're not. Hi. Yeah. Hi, I'm here, I'm here and I'm not going away. So, yes, that's OK. So slowing down, slowing down. What would you say is maybe the next step after that? So one of the one of the big things is um, I don't know. One of the big things that affects our cycles is birth control. So birth control numbs you. So your cycle is not the same as if you weren't on it. So the hormones, you know, it, it kind of messes up, messes with your whole system. So if you are not on birth control, it would be a lot easier for you to tap into these cycles. Uh, if you are on birth control, well, I do have to say, please get off of it. <laughs> um, but I understand that that's not always, you know, the, the, the way possible. to go mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or possible. Um, but that's one. So one of the ways is like just making sure that you slow down when you're bleeding. You know, you do that. And then also um, another way is uh, just to have to have self-care time. Mm -hmm. So it is honoring like learning to honor what comes up for you. So a lot of times we bypass feelings we bypass things that come up like if we're in a work situation and you have like a gut feeling of something and you overrule it because it doesn't make sense so just start paying more attention to the things that come up that don't make sense that you often just cast aside mm -hmm. um so journaling is a great way of doing it as well um, so i would say you know slow down and just pay attention to your thoughts Um, and then in journaling, it's a, it's a big, powerful way. Also, um, at night before you go to bed, just check in with your body. And that's super easy. All you have to do is sit on your bed, take a few deep breaths, and then just check in. Like, how is your body feeling? Is it still excited from the day? Is it stressed out? Whatever it is. And just take five minutes before you go to sleep to wind down. Mm -hmm. That's interesting that you say that because I was actually listening to a podcast um, yesterday and it was all about learning how to listen to yourself. And I find that I struggle with that. I struggle with slowing down. But it, the whole thing was that if you don't know the story of your life, you're going to end up be reading off of someone else's script and how can could easily we fall into that pattern of living the life that someone else has planned for us or a life that we think we should be living compared to those around us. So it's, although the ideas in theory are simple, they are so hard for us. Like, Absolutely. because all of these are really about take time, connect with yourself, um, be present, take care of yourself. And, and you would think like, girl, obvi, oh, yeah, but it's yeah. like, we don't do it. Right. Yeah. And that's because we are primed all the time to keep moving, to keep going, to get on to the next task, you know, to be productive. So we don't honor these areas that are more yin and, you know, in the, you know, yin and yang, yeah. right? So we're, or yang, sorry, I don't know how to say it, but that's the, that's 
that's the one that's always doing doing very masculine uh base mm. to where our feminine is very non-linear it's very soft gentle and so it's really difficult for someone who's always in their young you know to to say oh let me just you know slow down and be gentle because there's also like this guilt voice that's like you're not doing enough you could be you could be working on this oh my gosh you're so lazy you know and all of this stuff so yes it, it is in in it sounds like simple things but to actually do them is not yeah, that so it's hard. Not, yeah it just requires a practice. practice it's like meditation you know the first time you sit down and meditate all these thoughts you know but if you continue to do it no matter what it becomes easier and you begin to see the benefits of it Absolutely. in your everyday life and right now when you and when you say you know when you say this air this very powerful part of ourselves is able to birth and you know give life i mean because we make life out of our you know it's like well, this is yeah. creating life and when you say you you have that power in you to create projects to harness things that you want in your life how do i do that <laughs> <laughs> we want all the secrets <laughs> you get pregnant no. right, right that's one thing yeah so um so first of all is you've got to build a relationship with your womb, okay? Because the thing is that most of us live above our shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. Some of us live in our hearts as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like where we're kind and we want to do all these good things and help all these people. But then what happens is we've been disconnected from the bottom half of our bodies. And when that disconnection happens, either we're living from the mind, which is always, you know, uh, how productive can yeah, work, you be? Work, what work, have work, you created? Work. Success, all of these things. Or you're moving from the heart, which is, you know, can also be very like, you know, it, it can be kind, but also not have boundaries. So mm. when we reconnect to our womb, actually, because it's such a powerful place that is rooted in the earth, what we create is now boundaries, you know, that we can still be in our heart, but it's backed by a power versus the other where it's just this flimsy sort of um, wanting to help, but sometimes even like helping people that don't really need the help or mm. don't want the help, you know? Mm. Um, but when we connect to to our wombs and we learn about them, well, first of all, it's educating ourselves about it, right? Like, how does my womb work? Because most of us don't even know what a reproductive system looks like. Right. The names of, you know, of our parts. A lot of us have never even looked at our vagina, you know, because there's so much shame, shame. attached mm-hmm. to that. So it's really, what is my relationship right now to my lady parts? Like, how do I relate to it? Am I ashamed of it? Do I think it's do ugly? Do you have a name? Do you have a, like, do you? I don't have a name. No? Okay. It's just Annabelle. Mm, okay. <laughs> That's how connected she is with That's her entire is. self. It's right. Annabelle, Annabelle. I've got to yeah, own yeah. all of me. Okay. But uh, that's a good way to, a playful, you know, way to approach it because it is in the approach, right? So it's just really, and then having the courage to, to go against the grain because, I mean, you can't ask your mom these things. Right. Well, most of us can't. Um, but what you can do is you can start just researching it, learn about it. Like what is it? Because our sexuality is so powerful. That's why it's been misused and that's why it's been distorted. And that's why it's used to sell almost everything out there, right? By marketing people. So yet we, the ones that hold it, don't know how to use it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so that, that's what it's educate yourself and your lady parts. 
you know, know when you are ovulating, know when, you know, what your discharge looks like, what it tastes like, you know, like all of these things are important because you're building that relationship. And what happens is that you're, as you build this relationship, your body begins to open and it trusts you because we all have energetic bodies um, you know, whether obviously we can't see them, but you can feel them when you're around someone. Mm-hmm. So it, it, these energetic bodies, sometimes when we are not connected, they have blocks in them. Mm. And what happens is they can't radiate. And this is the difference between a woman who's really grounded and radiant walking down the street and a woman who's, uh, you know, in shame or just has all these blocks and all this discomfort. You could tell in the way they sway their hips. You know, because they're connected to something and and the room feels it. Right. Right. That's our magnetism. And that's that's when women are shamed. Exactly. When they walk into a room like they own it. It's because I've also been around uh, uh, women. um, And I think back to being younger and when you're like, who does she think she is? Yes. Right. And it's like she thinks she's a woman who's amazing and powerful. And actually, we should honor that rather than be intimidated by it and like try and shame her and shut her down and dim her light. Yeah. But what what does it do? It's because when you acknowledge someone else's power, you're you're see how you're not in your own. So if I'm not in my own and I'm not owning my shit, I don't want you to own yours because then that reminds me how silly I am. Right. Or how unworthy, because at the core of it. That's what it's about. Like, it's about us feeling like we're worthy of love because that at the core of it, that's what we want. Love. We want to be loved. We want to love. So when we see these things um, that reflects to us where we're in lack, that's where we hate, you know, and this is why also the whole sisterhood um, issue of like women are the most vicious hating of, of each other. Like, it's not even men because... It's us. And yes, it's been perpetuated by the patriarchy. This is what we've been taught. But now today we are in an era where it's like, no, it does not have to be that story anymore. And I do not have to put her down so that I can be chosen or so that I can be special because we all are. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm feeling that. Hallelujah. I I know, right? That's like a two snaps and (laughs) a twist and a hairball and all of that. Damn, girl. Um, I wanted to ask you something that has I, I, I'm a, I'm a cancer and I am a true cancer. You're a, I'm a Jess, cancer. You're a cancer. Mm-hmm. You're a true cancer. Extremely emotional, very sensitive to like energies and feelings. And I do have always felt this even as a little girl. I have a connection with the moon. I know when she's sad. I can feel when she's going through it. I feel like I flow. I know it's going to sound really weird, but like I flow with her and her cycles. And like the, you know, when it's like it's coming to a full moon, I'm like, ooh, I'm blossoming, girl. I'm coming. I'm shining. <laughs> and when it's like she's, you know, to feel like she's having a moment because I'm having a moment and I can feel it. And I I try to journal, like a, a journal when in her cycles as well. Um, but talking about the moon, talking about cycles, and then talking about our reproductive system. Is that, is there a connection there? Is there, um, do you feel like there's something, I don't know, a conversation there that is worth pointing out? Well, absolutely. There, you know, the moon is actually what controls the ebb and flow of 
the earth's waters. And because we are made of 70% water, it also has a direct effect on us and not just on us on creatures animals sentient beings this is why you have high tide low tide you know when the moon is full so there's definitely that connection there um there's a lot of traditions that speak of the moon as being um you know like they would give offerings to it and and all that and also charting your menstrual cycle to the moon um as the moon cycles uh because of the phases that it goes through a woman can also uh, do that uh, for myself and in my experience um, what what I don't really believe that because of now we're exposed to so much um, artificial lighting and mm-hmm. you know we don't live out in in the woods where you know we're just exposed to the natural light um, this is why our periods or our menstruation is really all over the place and so I don't believe in really connecting um, my cycle to the moon cycle, mm-hmm. um, but definitely it does have an influence in it. And also, I mean, this is where like things like the werewolves come and howl at the moon, at the full moon, you know, because it it shifts your hormones. So on a full moon, we are more likely to be more irritable or more mm. violent mm. <laughs> or more aggressive you know, and- yeah more aggressive why because of what it's doing to our bodies so it is really important to just see like oh okay maybe I am feeling a little bit crazy you know but it's like is de donde viene la, la palabra lunática mm. you know because of the moon like lunática, the, lunática. like lunatic I never thought yeah. about that yeah. yes yeah, yeah. that's where it comes so from crazy. right yeah and so so it's it's it does everything's interrelated and that's what's really amazing when you start to tap into this sort of wisdom is that you realize that nothing is by accident everything is interrelated and connected somehow and it affects us and the beauty of that is knowing that when you connect to that yourself you also know that that's a big part and contribution that you're giving the world not you're not just doing it for yourself Mm -hmm. and the thing is too like right now um it, it's almost like we're not really catching a break, right? If if you are someone who's committed to being and living your highest self and to really birthing your potential, then you're going to be called out on your shit because that's what you're asking for. So a lot of times Ooh. we think like, Oof. oh, I want to manifest this and I want to do that. But then when the hard work comes, you're like, oh, why me? You know, like, I don't, I this don't was supposed to, to yeah, feel, feel good. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't see this part. But so it's, so it is really important. Like, um, in order for us to be in our power, we must always take radical self-responsibility for how Oof. we are showing up. Two snaps. Yes. I think that was three. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Dude, so, that's powerful. Because yeah, there's so much... There, there's so much that you want to push away from about that. Yes. You really want the power without yeah. having to go through the pain. And exactly. it's putting in the work. I mean, as much as I feel like it's in a lot of, in a lot of the areas that we talk about, about embracing like our womanhood and, and tapping into like our womb. It's, and, and just like anything, uh, you know, meditation and yoga and taking care of yourself. It's, we don't, we forget. It's like, oh yeah, we just want to get there. But what about putting in the work of like going through? No, the the universe is calling you out on your shit. Yeah. And you need to fix this and you need to work through this because that's what you want to go or want to happen for right. you to get there. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, and it's also amazing. like, it's, it's the part of like, 
we want to birth and gestate and blah, blah, but we don't want the labor, you know, and this is the labor, like your labor is those pains of having to look at the stuff that's not aligned, having to look go of relationships that are toxic, having to do the hard shit or the shadow work, as I call it, um, because that's the stuff that's where we hold a lot of energy. And when we're actually courageous enough to look at it, it lets go. And Mm. now we have a new source of energy. This is why a lot of times when you get out of a difficult situation that was so hard, so painful, but you're through it, all of a sudden you feel lighter. Yeah. That literally happened to me today. Well, that's because you've allowed that energy, like that density that was weighing you down to dissolve, to melt. And now it's like, ah, like a little bit more of you becomes alive. Oh my gosh. So this is a time for all of us and we speaking to you too, dear listener, to really allow ourselves to sort of sit with what's uncomfortable and not try and ignore it and push past because there's rebirth at the, on the other end of this, or there's something that you're trying, that you've been agonizing over or wanting but you just have to push through the hard stuff to get there yeah and there's there's the gift like it's it's so worth it because once you you know it's like um i i have a a, i had a a talk to a woman earlier today who was saying like well this is what i want and you know she's telling me everything she wants but then when it comes to doing what she needs to do to get there she doesn't want to because it's painful it's uncomfortable it's scary it's unknown but if when we choose to surrender that's why it's courage fearlessness is not not having fear it's actually having fear and doing it anyway because it's so worth what you're gonna get out of that like Mm -hmm. what you're gonna get to experience so um one thing i love to use is like you can read a book about how to swim or you can actually go swimming. Right. And many of us like to read the books, right? Because we're like, oh, yeah. And then we feel like I know how to swim. But then you go swim and actually, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just the concept. But nothing beats experience. And really giving yourself to the experience of being alive. That's what it's about. And life cries, laughs, it hurts, and it's ecstatic. It's So it's all of that. And that's the embodiment of being in your power because you can handle emotional um, upheaval, but you're not overwhelmed by it mm-hmm. because most of the time we're overwhelmed because we don't know how to anchor that, how to connect to the earth, how to give it to the earth. Right. So is there something that we can leave everybody with, with like in this season, maybe there's three things that we can all do this weekend or, you know, at some point in this season to sort of really harness this energy that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. So you can, I would say, uh, well, you can uh, sit, you can go on a walk or just somewhere where Zen for you, you know, and the really, beach, yeah, the, the beach, the park, anywhere, whatever it's, yeah. in your car, sit there in the driveway, I don't know. And mm-hmm. just ask yourself, what is my relationship to my sexuality? or to my womb, or to my lady parts? How do I relate to that? And that's going to bring up a feeling, whether it is shame, whether it is, why are you even asking that? Whether, you know, whatever it is. And then go journal about what came up for you. Mm -hmm. Because that will reveal a lot of how you relate to life. Okay? Um, 
And then, and so I would say start there because that's such an important thing. And then also like start looking at your symptoms. Like your body's always speaking to you. If you're, if you always have an upset stomach, if you're always having headaches, whatever it is that you're having, look at that because that's something that the body's trying to communicate to you that is not in alignment. And uh, third, I would say really take the time to see what's not working right now for you. Mm -hmm. So where do you feel that you're not in power or where do you feel like you're a victim? What area of your life do you feel helpless? Because that's the area where your power is being held hostage. Whew. Wow. I'm ready. Yeah. There's work to be done. <laughs> Lots of work. I mean, this is hopefully that season where I'm trying to birth things. Yarel is. I know yes. I feel like so many of the women that connect with us um, on our social, they're, they're hustlers. They're go-getters. And I think that in this space, we're always trying to achieve something that's why I really connect with what you're saying about like we live in our head because so much of society is about success and metrics and how you show up in front of the world that if you aren't this superstar sensation people are like who are you and and you start to believe that too and so this idea of going internally and being and, and showing up for yourself is like you can know the goddess that you are. Yeah. Yes. And it's like that, that quality time with yourself, right? You do that with your kids. You do that with your dog. You do that with any relationship that you have and that you want to keep healthy. You have to have quality time. Yeah. So it's that same thing coming back and, and telling yourself like, you know what? You freaking rock. You're awesome. Oh, I just want to like, hug myself. I don't, you know, I know. <laughs> and, and you know, it's, it's really important like that. We are our own biggest fan, right? Oh, that's Love so it. awesome. Annabelle, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. This was amazing. And thank you to the listeners. Thank you for being, for inviting me over and having this conversation. Oh, yeah. No, we... We will invite you back. Anytime. Yeah, so anytime. Much. Yes. yes. <laughs> so much. And to everyone tuning in, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you will all try the three suggestions for this season, but also... I know that I'm all about like going inward and trying to do this time alone. And so we want to hear what your feedback is. If you try this, how it feels, if there's any tough lessons that you learned and things that you were able to accomplish, let us know. We'll definitely share that information with Annabelle for yeah. sure. And, and tapping into that, your womb, you know, really honoring. I think for me that that's something that I'm going to go and, and read and do my research and learn. And hopefully you're at home listening or wherever you're at listening can take you know a, some of the stuff that we talked about today and see maybe what touched you what kind of sparked something in you and go in there and and do your thing yeah hit us up and let us know how it goes we are at weight holds up pod on instagram and facebook and weight holds up podcast at gmail if you ever want to shoot us a message and of course please rate us on itunes we've so got five stars we've got five stars nice. and we want to make sure that other people can find the podcast <laughs> and your rate helps people find out about us and yes. you know we can share this love that's going on yes thank you so much for listening thank you Annabelle thank you Thanks. thank you so much Toodles. bye guys bye.